New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 132. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins, and um, I'm back doing another podcast because things have been going on that I really want to try to figure out, and there's a lot happening, and um, I thought I'd share it because I think that if anybody's listening and they are going through the same thing, it helps to hear other people talk about it. Maybe you can let me know what you think about it. Uh, and lots of um, new things to talk about, kind of. I, I think they're new. Um, the first thing I want to do is say that mm, my beautiful cat Buddha passed away uh, at the age of 18 years old. Uh, she passed away on April the 11th. Um, of kidney disease in old age and um, she was a part of the podcast with her with her voice and and um, I miss her very much but her memory lives on so what's been happening is to do with my street stall which is my favorite thing to do it's my favorite form of activism it's keeps me kind of healthy, gets me off the computer, it gets my de- my verbal debating skills and keeps my mind fresh. Um, so as we know, I love doing my street stall. The beautiful thing is there are lots of other vegan, abolitionist vegan street stalls popping up all over the world, in Turkey, in Manchester, in England, in couple of places in the United States, can't remember the exact cities, and um, probably other places that I don't know about, and it's such a beautiful thing to see, because I really, really stand by that, because when I first started doing it, I had no idea what it was going to be like, I was terrified, I really didn't know what was going to happen, and it's just been amazing, and um, I just really stand by that kind of activism. Obviously it's the abolitionist approach, creative nonviolent vegan education, but creative nonviolent vegan education can take many forms. And I think there's more and more and more people around the world doing creative nonviolent vegan education who I pro- might not even know about because what happened, which I knew would happen, is that the abolitionist approach, which is an incredible idea, it's a set of ideas which all meld together um, if you want to know what they are you can just read the six principles and they it's an unstoppable idea and once it t- takes hold that's it and um, there are people out there misrepresenting it of course and all the usual stuff goes on but the idea itself without there's nobody nobody can kill this idea they just can't it's 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 on it's it's already it's unstoppable so that's a beautiful thing and there are people I'm sure in the world who there's lots of people who are using the abolitionist approach and quoting Gary Francione's work but not crediting Gary Francione so there might even be and I'm sure there are a lot of people in the world who are turned on by the ideas but don't know who the originator of this specific um, really strong movement is but they're, but they're out there doing abolitionist vegan education but because I'm so um, jaded in terms of I get too depressed when I, I've stopped going and looking at the animal movement now because it's been such a depressing five years in terms of looking at most of the animal movement um, and I just try to focus on what I'm doing and what the abolitionists I know are doing and um, that uplifts me and also seeing the ideas spread despite all of the attempts to suppress them, misrepresent them, uh, lie about them, um, divert from them, discredit them, it's just 
wonderful to see but in general I, I don't pay I do not go on safes page or any of these there's been a couple of new groups that have started in New Zealand and I always give them a chance by looking I say okay let me see and I go on and it's inevitably welfareist inevitably single issue generally safe is involved or being promoted or there's links to all kinds of welfare stuff and I just get so depressed I just don't pay attention anymore so I what I'm trying to say is because of that because I've basically insulated myself and just I just basically go on Gary Francione's Facebook page because I have a purpose on that page although there are so many of us on the page who so many people capable people that I don't actually even need to be on there as much in terms of like managing questions or dealing with misrepresentations and things um, there's a great big huge team on there who does a wonderful job so I don't even have to be on there very much um, and um, but I, I don't actually really know what's happening so whenever anything is going to happen I just assume it's the same old the same old same old stuff and I just don't get very inspired by it so one example of what I'll talk about is well this is all about advocacy space and any of you who are getting out there in the streets now you will you, you're sharing your space I mean, it's not your space, it's a public space, and you're sharing it with all tons of other people who've got an agenda. There are the evangelicals, there are political protests, uh, there are... In Auckland, there was very little animal advocacy, which, on the one hand, makes me really sad, because I'm very... I feel so much pressure and I can't really live up to it, that if I don't do the stall, it, no, nobody's going to do abolitionist vegan education, and as far as I know, and then I feel guilty if I, if I don't do it, and it's a beautiful day, and I'm busy, or I am just can't do it that day, you know, that particular Saturday, I only do it on Saturdays, I feel the whole day I feel really guilty because I'm like I should be there but it's just not fair like there should be other people doing it it shouldn't just all be me but um but usually what happens on a Saturday is I mean we've we've been I've been um doing it on the same spot for about five years now over the period of five years I think um something like that maybe it's only going to be five years and yeah it's about five years now and um, almost five years now and yeah I've I've been there well there's it's a central spot it is the spot for everything in terms of doing stuff like this whenever there's a major national protest like the TPP protest they start where my stall is because that's the spot and um, so I'm very lucky to have that spot and most of the time I've been quite spoiled and pretty much had it to myself. Um, there is Falun Gong people are regular and they have their own little spot which is up on the steps. And then there lately over the last year or so, every Saturday, super early before I get there, the I think the Jehovah's Witness set up a little stand with religious books. And I don't mind standing next to them because it's got nothing to do with with me so I know there's not going to be any confusion mixing up of the vegan message with something because it's completely different. But the funny thing is, I don't know what it is about me. <laughs> Maybe it's I shouldn't take it personally. But when I get there, I say hello, and I just say I'm going to just sit up next to you. I'm very close to them though because I need I just need that spot because there's a sh there's shade there, and even though it's freezing cold, I can't have the cupcakes sitting in full sun. You see, so I just move right next to them. And I say we can share. You can be right next to me. They never wanna. I mean, they. I, I guess they don't like me coming. When they see me coming, they're probably like, oh, no, here she comes. Because they always move. They say, I turn around and they're gone. They've gone halfway down the street. They don't want to be next to me on the vegan. They don't want to be next to the vegan stall. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't I don't expect them to, to move away. And I always say to them, you don't, please don't go. You know, we can be next to each other. And they don't want to be. Oh, that's fine. There's been another individual for the last few years, actually, who's been doing... Um, her own advocacy for animals but there's a lot of graphic images and petitions like single issue campaigns and um, and then the word vegan mixed up in that which I actually I, is, is worse for me 
I, I've sort of had this realization a while ago, I talked about it, about how I kind of regret that we've pushed these welfareist groups and, and, and supporters to to promote veganism because they don't they ref, they will not do unequivocal abolitionist veganism they just will not do it um but instead they'll try to appease their donors and their supporters and their set them their own conscience probably by putting in vegan amongst all the welfare stuff so they'll have signs or they'll wear vegan t-shirts and that to me is almost worse than before when they weren't promoting veganism because now they're mixing veganism up blatantly with non-veganism in a really blatant even worse way than before so that kind of bums me out but there's nothing I can do about that um but anyway that that but what I'm trying to say is that this has been how it's been it's been I've had it really easy I've had it really good a couple of times safe have held some big events uh one time they held a, a big uh, a big event behind me or a couple of times they've done that but generally there's it's we're, we're we're pretty we're pretty good and we have a great 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 time and it's just such a wonderful day but I think that with the rise of there's a lot there are young people now I I'm I, I've sort of have come to realize that things are changing in New Zealand. I can only really talk about locally. I'm sure on, well, I'll talk a little bit about what I've seen online, but things are changing here, in Auckland anyway, because the other day when we did a stall, a few weeks back, there were some young people who I believe they were either part of DXC or it was a idea from DXC or it was whatever. I didn't, I don't really know. And they were holding, um, and it was all about meat. It was only about meat. And I was thinking, oh no, <laughs> uh, we were there and then people kept coming up to us and saying, is this the vegetarian protest? And I said, no, this is not about vegetarianism, this is a vegan stall, not vegetarian. And then they'd walk away, oh okay, and they were looking for people and it turns out there was a vegetarian protest there. It was all about meat. And um, they were right next to us holding signs um, saying, I didn't read the signs. I was actually really busy at the store, but they were right there. And I mean, it's a public space, but I was thinking, damn, <laughs> because that's the last thing I want next to the vegan stuff is this ambiguous association. But I mean, you know, obviously we were different, different. We weren't, but I don't know if people know that. One of the beautiful things I loved about the, about doing the stall in the street is that when you're out there, even if people don't stop and they don't come and talk to you, even if they're just driving past, the word vegan and then nonviolence coupled together, and then if they get close enough, they see the rest of the signs, which are respect, justice, all these abolitionist messages, which I really, really, really love, are there, and they can read those. And so even if they're not speaking with us, they're seeing them. And they're very clear and they're unequivocal. But then when you start juxtaposing them with other animal advocates who are talking about meat and doing that same perpetuation of meat being the problem and the promotion of vegetarianism, either explicitly or implicitly. I mean, I'm sorry, if you're talking about meat, you're promoting vegetarianism. And if you don't think you are, you're wrong. You are. And um, and then so it's that's where I start to get worried. This is why I don't do any animal events when I do my market stall. I do, some things can be related, like I do the eco festival, which is all about the environment, but mostly I do neutral, non-animal stuff, because I don't, I do not want to get the public, to reinforce with the public what has been happening ever since the beginning, apparently, of the new welfarist movement, which is decades and decades old now, with this juxtaposing of any kind of veganism at all that's mentioned is sidelined and undermined and juxtaposed with non-veganism and then it's all confused. No wonder there's so much confusion out there amongst the general public and about people who eat honey and, and say that they're vegan and all this stuff because the animal movement's doing that. So that depresses me and makes me feel extremely awkward and um, and um, I mean we're already at the stall we're, when nobody else is around. We're already half at the time we're undoing the damage 
were trying to, wanting to, needing to at least give it a go, undo the damage caused by all this welfarist and vegetarian advocacy and meat-free and, and reducitarianism is this new term, blah, blah, blah. And we're half the time we're, we're trying to undo the myths about humane stuff and everything before we can really, you know, can, you know get people to even, even consider not using animals. They're so entrenched in this welfareism. And that's even without it all around us. But if it starts to come next to us and people are walking past and they're not talking to us and they're seeing, you know, meat and then they see vegan and I'm just thinking, please no. But there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I, I have no right to tell these people to go away. Um, and I'm not, I just, yeah, it's a public space and, um, this is what's happening. But the thing I'm thinking is, I'm like, this is going to start happening more because this is the, this is the new face of the, of the mainstream movement is this, um, it's mostly young people seems to be what they want to do. They do not seem to want to do a street store. They do not seem to want to talk to people. They want to, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just going by what I've observed. Um, they, they do not want to talk to people. They want to either chant at people. When you're chanting, you, you're not having a conversation. Obviously, yelling at people, you're not having a conversation. Um, standing there either or lying down in a styrofoam container covered in blood or um, holding, holding, holding a sign and, and sitting there in a wall of holding signs... Um, it doesn't seem to invite a lot of conversation, but I've only observed very little of that because when the people were doing that with this meat, meat vegetarian, meat, meat free stuff, we were so busy at the store that I couldn't actually see what was going on. I couldn't actually see what was happening with them in terms of what people were doing. But from what I observed out of sort of the corner of my eye, there was no conversations with people. And this seems to be the new well, maybe this has been going on for a long time. I mean, Peter's been walking around with lettuce girls in bikinis holding signs for the longest time. But it seems to be happening here in New Zealand. This didn't used to happen in New Zealand, as far as I know. This sort of sign holding and, and lots and lots of young people. And part of it, part of it for me is, okay, this is different because it's not safe. They're not, I mean, at the very least, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at the semi-bright side and say, look, at least they're not collecting money for safe or wearing a chicken suit and pushing a safe cage for egg campaign. I think with this, with the, the DXE, their anti-vegan advocacy in terms of they refuse to use the word and they've even written entire blog posts about how they refuse to use the word and blah, blah, blah. Um, but this, this is what I'm trying to say is like when you're out doing a street stall, this is what's going to be happening around you now. This seems to be what I'm going to, what's going to be happening around us now in Auckland. And it's, it's, it's unexpected for me. It's unexpected. And it's, I don't quite know what to do. I'm not used to it because usually when, so I did, I never know what's going to happen. Cause like I said, I do not have my finger on the pulse rightly or wrongly. You know, I just don't. And I, just am not I don't belong to any vegan groups in New Zealand or Auckland. I just could not stand it. I just couldn't deal with with the, with the the welfareism. I just as we know, if anyone who's listened to my podcast, I have a very hard time dealing with that. And um it's almost sort of self-preservation and it was it was just so futile. Like I just was like I'm banging my head against a wall. Like I cannot deal with this. So I've just withdrawn even further. And I just do my thing. Um, this is, I'm not saying that you should be doing this. I'm just saying this is my way of coping with, with not, not getting depressed and frustrated and having confrontations with people all the time in my city. I just, I'm like, I just keep, I just do my thing. And I just try to set an example that you can actually do this. You don't need to yell at people. You don't need graphic imagery. But they don't know. Maybe when they look at me, they don't see. They Maybe they, I mean, obviously, they don't think, or the people who aren't interested in sort of doing this similar thing, they don't want to do it because they, either they, either they don't feel comfortable talking to people 
you know, having a conversation where you actually have to might answer some challenging questions or get into an argument or whatever, defend your position, right? Or it's just boring. They just think the whole idea is just boring, which I think is close close to the truth because, you know, it's we've got Instagram and we've got all this kind of new selfie movement and stuff like that. I mean, there's nothing more better than a selfie than, than sort of wearing a mask and 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 sort of things like that now I'm not I take selfies I always promote my stores so part of I I understand why you do that because you want to you want to show other people what you're doing and say hey this is what we do maybe you should do this we like it you might like it and that's what I've done with my street store so whatever we all take photos that's fine but I just wonder because I do wonder but it's for me it's very awkward because I was very insulated before when safe used to come and do an event they would be in the square away from, I didn't even have to look at them. In fact, I had my back to them because I'm at the front of the square and they were always behind. So I'm thinking when, when the DXC sort of stuff started happening and lots of young people seemed to really like it, I was like, this is going to start happening in New Zealand and it's going to be around us because I'm in, this is the prime location. This is where they're going to be doing all this stuff is right around where I'm doing it. And I've had that, I've had the luxury of having that space for just my abolitionists, <laughs> I mean, apart from, like I said, there's some other stuff going on around and a little bit further down, very close to me down the street, but not right next, you know, right around, like sort of almost looking like we're part of the same, you know, same thing, because we're right at the entrance, you see, and there's a bench, I stand in front of this bench, it's perfect, because you're not blocking anything, because the people have to go around you, they have to go around the bench anyway, so you're not creating another obstacle to get into the square, because the council's all big on like don't block the walkways and stuff like that if you've got a if you've got like a tape you know like a table or something like that they can't stop you from standing but they might make a fuss if your table is blocking an entrance or an exit or whatever so the bench is the perfect place and um and yeah but the uh, uh, last street stall that I just did well first of all I'm going to be honest it was like one of the worst days I've had in years I mean it was the one of the worst days in terms of like vibe, the vibe was so weird. First of all, I don't want to be negative. I mean, I love doing my stall and I'm not trying to put you off, but I'm just letting you know. It was just strange. So I got there early, as usual. I set everything up and then I got trolled. And I've never been trolled on this street stall before, ever. Because trolling is when, as we know online, they stick around and they bait you and then you don't actually realize you're getting trolled. So this person was trolling me until finally I was like, you can leave because this is just stupid. You're just making fun and I get it now that this is just... But I didn't actually have the word trolling in my head until after they left. I was like, oh my god, that was a troll. I just got trolled. That never happens. You get heckled very rarely. I don't get heckled hardly ever. But you still get heckled. People walk past and say meat or you know I love uh, yeah whatever they just say stupid stuff but they just keep walking but this person was staying there and 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 being he was basically what you call taking the piss which is literally what trolling is and um but then immediately after this person this guy left well I told him to go away and he did I got heckled from a car quite aggressively um even saying f vegans and, um, you know, but this is the backlash. I mean, we have to be ready. You know, there's always a backlash. Um, and it's only just, I mean, it's nothing compared to what other social movements have had to deal with. I mean, we're not getting death threats because we're promoting veganism um, yet. <laughs> Let's hope it never happens. But he was, and then they were beeping and stuff. And I just ignored them, pretended that I couldn't hear them, which made them really irritated. And they kept beeping. But that was like the first two incidents. I was like, this is a weird day. I was like, hurry up, Jeff. Get. <laughs> Usually I'm fine by myself, but I was like, this is weird. But the whole vibe was weird. And then we had some really, really obnoxious people, a couple of them come up. And apart from that, it was a really slow day, um, which is fine. Usually, usually even on a slow day we have, and I mean, I did have great conversations, but what happened is right before I went to go to the stall, I got a text from somebody I know who said, oh, there's going to be an Earthlings screening today, so it should be an interesting day. And I instantly panicked because I never want to see Earthlings again. I cannot cope with that. I don't want to even hear it. Even hearing the sound of the videos like that, I don't want to see any of that footage. I don't want to even see still photos. I do not want to hear it. So I thought, oh my god, because I instantly assumed it was going to be safe or some other group who's all the people in it are with safe anyway. I mean, even even other groups, everybody in it is a member of safe and supports safe. 
well, maybe I'm wrong, like I said, I don't have my finger on the pulse, but um, that's how it used to be, and so I just assumed it was going to be a big screen like they did last time, and I was just thinking, God, so I posted on my Facebook wall, this better not be a welfare thing <laughs> if you're showing earthlings, because I get very upset when people show footage of animals, because to me, first of all, as I don't like the graphic imagery anymore. I don't like using it. I actually find it, for lots and lots of reasons, problematic. But I mean, it's almost like it's 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 so sort of it's disrespectful of of of, of the animals because it's like when you have an anti-rape, you know, like if you're doing a women's rights stall and you're doing something about a, then your your theme is like the amount of like if there's a whatever rape in the society which is and you are showing videos actual videos of women being brutally raped I mean I know that that's not feasible because it's very rarely videoed in a way where anyone can access it but I mean I don't know I just feel like that's one aspect of it but the the thing that really really upsets me is if you are going to show people that and you are not talking about veganism then to me you're making a mockery of those animals and you it's just, I just find it intolerable. So I went on a rant on my Facebook page before I went to the store because I, my whole day was ruined even before I even got to the square. This is how I am. I'm a bit reactionary. But I had no idea. And then it turns out it wasn't on a big screen. It was, it's this thing. I didn't know. There's this thing. It's called the Earthlings Experience. I'm going to talk about that today because it's new from what I've seen. And it's in Auckland now. And um, so I had gone on this big rant on my Facebook page about hearing about how there was going to be some earthling screening. And I was like, I, will hope, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I really hope I don't have to hear or see it. And I was said, and they better be promoting veganism if they're going to, you know, do that. And it turns out I, th I guess a lot of the people who went there went up to Jeff and was talking to him. I was kind of avoiding talking to them because they were really close and I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is the earthlings thing that I was ranting about and they're right here and they're all really young, you know, just really young and I was thinking, well, I'm trying to, I was like, wow, well, this is different, this is new um, in terms of, in terms of, I haven't seen much of this, like I said, it's mostly been me and this one other person down the road who's, down the road a bit who's doing her, you know, petitions and things. And um, I was like, oh, this is this is kind of like that other one that we had with the meat. And then they then it was and and so so Jeff was talking to them and saying, you know, promote veganism and da 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 da. And one and then I think one of the people was really kind. She was a young woman. She we were when the this started happening later in the afternoon, and I was like, I want to go because I still didn't really know how the footage was going to be played, and if it was really close as well, they were really, really close to us, and I, I just, I literally can't deal with it, so I was like, I want to go, we're done, we've given away all our cupcakes, but she was so sweet, she said, you've given away all your cupcakes, I'm pretty sure she was part of the event, um, next, this Earthlings experience, and she pulled out all these raw vegan treats, which must have cost a fortune, if you just would see them, and filled our plate up, and I was kind of taken so too much by surprise to say no 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 don't do that we really are going to go it's time for us to go and she was and I was like oh thank you you're so kind but the whole vibe the whole day was so weird it, it was um it was nobody else even came up at that point and I don't want to blame the that that scene because what happened is with the earthlings experience so I didn't know what this was until I came home and I thought what what was that and then I thought oh, maybe it was my friend who texted me said it's on Facebook um, you know, Earthlings Experience or something. So I Googled it and it's called, and there was the Auckland Earthlings Experience. And I thought, okay, so somebody in Auckland is doing this Earthlings Experience and this is what they're doing. And, and like I said, it, as far as I could see, well, the, 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 um, the, the really kind person who gave us the vegan treats, which sadly we actually ate, which I feel so bad about because they must have cost her a fortune. I actually want to see her again and just give her money because, I just couldn't believe it. I was caught completely by surprise. And nobody else came up to the stall because what, 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 what they were doing is you put on masks, blank masks, and you hold signs. So, yeah, I'll talk about it now. So, so I came home and I said, this is something. And I thought it was just in Auckland, but I've gone on Facebook. And it's this big sort of thing that is, I don't know how new it is, but it's called the Earthlings Experience. 
and they're doing it in Auckland and I think they're probably going to keep doing it and um, I've already had a big rant about it. Now, I, I, I didn't know what it was about. I obviously don't agree with showing footage um, for lots of reasons, but I I just, I don't, I don't spend a heck of a lot of time against it. Like, I just, I don't know, I, I have really, really mixed feelings about, about it. There's, I have, I, I don't do it and I don't want it around me and I don't necessarily think that it is actually a good, a, actually a good thing to do in general, but let me just tell you a little bit about this, this Earthlings experience because, um, I'm going to go on their Facebook page now because I realized that this is what this thing was. It was this Earthlings experience and it's not just in Auckland. It is a, I guess it started in England and then what they're doing is they're, they're telling people around the world, okay, we want you to do this in your city. So just like we are trying to get people to do vegan abolitionist vegan stalls in their city, this Earthlings experience, they want you to um, do this. And this is what their facts, so I'm reading it directly. So you need earthlings or a documentary, and you wear a mask. This is their instructions to people, okay? You wear a mask, and then they say this is to attract attention to you so that people will see what you are showing, and to remain anonymous so that you are representing any member of society. And here's the kicker. Furthermore, to keep earthlings the focus by not speaking, to encourage the viewer to investigate and draw their own reactions alone. So not only, I, I assumed that there would be no talking to people, they actually mandate don't talk to people. Doesn't necessarily mean that the, everyone around the world doing it is following this fact. Now, on this fact, let me see, the word, oh, hold on, on this, this is on the Facebook page, for, this is not the Auckland Earthlings experience, this is that Earthlings experience which the people in Auckland obviously got good inspired to do. There's not one mention of the word vegan, not one. I just did a search on this fact and there's not one. So it's it was already kind of what I thought, because on my Facebook page my rant was like, if you show Earthlings or anything like that and you don't talk about veganism, you are making a mockery of those animals. And um, so this number, the other thing on the facts, so after it tells you not to talk to any to, to them, then it says, um, you give, so f another thing it does is it promotes Gary Yurofsky's website, which, oh my gosh, um, I totally don't want anything to do with that at all. But there's, what, what the, so the instructions are, you stand with a mask, one of you holds a laptop, the other one holds a sign. The sign says something like, X, you know, graphic footage, um, warning, this footage contains graphic content, photo, this is the disclaimer. Um, and then you um, have another sign that says educate yourself or whatever. And then what you do is you have a little heart-shaped memo or some kind of card that has the earthlings.com website and the Gary Yurofsky website, and you give to someone, they say, only when you can see they are about to go and have made some sort of connection. Well, if you're not talking to them, you don't know what... <laughs> anyway, so this is the instructions, okay? So this is this thing, and apparently people are doing it all over, because I went on, on the actual, the main pa Facebook page, there's pictures of it in Spain, and I mean, it's the same kind of thing that Igualdad Animal and, and, and Animal Equality have been doing, standing in a square, you know, sort of these big, silent sort of demonstrations, but I think that there is this, I mean, I, I think they do talk to people, but this is not one mention of the word vegan on their instructions, oh, it makes me so mad, but um doesn't mean that people around the world aren't sort of adapting it and making it all about veganism, which is what, if they're going to do it in Auckland, please, please do it, oh, just please make it about veganism at the very least, it, as long as they're not promoting welfare, and as long as they're not, um, I mean, I totally am against promoting Gary Yurofsky for such a million trillion reasons, but, um, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to be promoting this at all, but if you're going to be showing this footage and it's only, 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 and you, then you're talking only about veganism to people, then that's a bit like the, the Earthlings Forum where I, where I went 
vegan because of the people I was talking to. I went vegan before I saw the film. I decided to go vegan before I saw the film. I still had eggs in my fridge and I still had all my leather and wool and stuff like that. But I was like, no, I'm going vegan. And then um, that was before I even saw it. So at the very least, like, there, there's no way. This this is this is obviously something that lots of people are into doing this stuff, standing with masks on. And I, I do wonder, I mean, if I had had the presence of mind to withhold my... I just, I didn't know anything about it. There's, there's a problem when you don't know much about, when you actually don't have your finger on the pulse, then sometimes you jump to conclusions. Obviously things are changing, but it's still, if you think about it, it's still kind of the same old stuff. It's like sensationalism. There's no mention of veganism. Um, you're showing graphic footage. You're not even talking to people about veganism. It's basically the same stuff that's been happening for the last few decades in the animal movement. But you can um, do a demo like this and at least make it about vegan. If if people do talk to you, you can say, if you saw earthlings and you're upset, then you have to go vegan and here's why. And la, la, la. I have no idea if they're going to do that, but at the very least, I hope they do that. Um, so, But it was a strange day and the vibe was so weird uh, just the whole day and we had yeah, it was just really weird. No, not not just because of the Earthlings experience, but just it was just one of the weirdest days I've had at the street store in a long time. Not a lot of positive interactions, and um, this is all before this Earthlings thing started. This is but but when I got there, there was written on the ground. They had got prepared by writing on the ground like Earthlings, and I saw the Gary Rofsky website, and I was like, oh no, what's happening? I was like, as well as this other thing, there's that, and then I realized it's now. I, now that I'm on the website, I realize it's connected. So it's all, it's it's you know things are. Um, it's sort of like, I'm like, okay, this is what's going to be happening. Um, Jeff talked to a few of the young people involved and everybody loves Jeff and if Bubs was there, everybody loves Bubs. So I'll probably let them talk to them. Um, but And um, I mean, if they, I believe this is going to keep happening because this seems to be what young people want to do. Uh, mostly, I could be wrong. There are young people doing abolitionist vegan advocacy all over the world, but there are a lot more young people turning on to these kinds of things and wanting to you know, wear masks and, and hold signs and not talk to people. Um, but like I said, they might have talked to people in Auckland. We left, we ended up leaving and, um, I don't know what happened after that. And, you know, I'm sure that they talked to people. Um, this is just the rule, the fact, the FAQ from the Earthlings Experience Facebook page is the guideline. Uh, yeah, so that's what's happening. And it's very, it's, I'm thinking, okay, things are changing. This is different from before because it's not... An actual welfareist group, although they call themselves Earthlink Experience, so maybe they're trying to brand that. Um, I don't know. So there you go. It was it was an interesting day, all right. My friend was right, and I thought, gosh. And I actually felt a bit awkward because Jeff was saying to people, "Oh, we're NZ Vegan. You should go on our Facebook page." And I'm thinking. Maybe you shouldn't tell them that right now because I totally um, had a really negative reaction to their <laughs> to their even being here before I knew what they were doing. I still am not. I after reading about it and stuff, especially Gary Rufsky, The thing about Gary Rufsky is he um, he's he basically I believe um, I'm just gonna make sure we get my facts straight. Um, good. I don't even like to mention his name. I don't even like to talk about him. Um, yeah. So I do believe that, that this website that, yeah, he was involved in directly. I believe he was direct. Yeah, he was directly involved with this website and the people that had this website, which was a hate site against Gary Francione and the abolitionist approach. Totally trashed the idea of um, a non-violent vegan education says it's it's cowardly, it's pacifist, it's useless, it's worthless, as well as all this horrible, horrible, hateful, 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 hateful stuff that you wouldn't even believe, except that we know about it because other people do similar things, and um, completely and utterly just trashing and saying, you know, no, we have to have war, we have to have violence, this is the only way. 
and they're very upset about Gary Francione's nonviolence. But then the one thing that Gary Orofsky does, which is the speech that he did at a university where he didn't promote violence, and he even apparently, I haven't watched it, but I've seen bits of it because people shared it, and there is a, t- a point where he um, tells the audience to block their eyes if they don't want to see the footage. So even he's recognizing you don't need to see the footage. And apparently, the spe- as far as I'm concerned, what I've heard about the speech is it is a prime example of unequivocal, nonviolent, vegan advocacy. Right? That's exactly what Gary Francione has been telling everybody they, they should be doing for the last few decades. So isn't that ironic? Don't you think it's ironic? You know, I'm sure they haven't even figured that out yet, but that just what that's just what makes me th- laugh about that because Gary Francione's theory is just proven right over and over again even by those who who viciously oppose it. You know, how many how much success did he have when he was just promoting violence and deadly physical force and telling women in fur coats need to be raped and brutalized in hunters. No, one, one example of, a, of an unequivocal vegan education speech and look at, the, you know, look at how many people are saying, oh, that's a great speech. Well, hello. Yeah, we know because it's unequivocal creative nonviolent vegan education. So it's just ironic. But anyway, um, that's, that's enough about that. I never even want to yeah, yuck. But yeah, so I mean, so things are changing. So I'm not, I don't know about what's going to happen, but it was very strange. And you know, you, it's it's going to, I think, and even, I, you know, it's funny because even um, some, some people I know did, did tabling in Manchester, Ben Frost and Jenny Trigg are doing wonderful vegan abolitionist tabling in Manchester. They're one of the people who are, one of the group, you know, they're two of the people, I should say, who are doing it. They're doing it together. And I I have a feeling because they talked about down the, just just round, round the corner from them or in the same place, all of a sudden, these people showed up with wearing blank masks and holding signs. I bet you it was the Earthlings experience because it seems to be very, very popular. So we're going to have to get used to that around us. Now we're used to new we're used to blatant new new welfareism around us and we're used to um to all this kind of stuff. But this is not like the usual groups that I can tell. This is not this is not I believe this is a new generation. This is this is the you know, this is sort of the next phase of of, of the movement amongst young people and it's not about promoting um, safe and is from what I could see they're not promoting any you know cage free campaigns or doing all that kind of stuff they're promoting earthlings and um, and Gary Urofsky. Um and their clear instructions make no mention of veganism so that's the same but it's just um, it's 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 been an interesting thing so I'm sort of going to see what happens now and see what what goes on around and I mean we're just going to keep doing our thing that's we're going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep being outspoken about veganism and vegan advocacy because I'm a subversive so I have no problem being subversive I have no problem being um the one who says things and people might get upset or get their feathers ruffled uh but it might uh they might think about it, and then they, they're, you know, and I, I mean, that's all you can hope, is that um, that sort of starts to happen, um, but it is, you when you are out in the street doing advocacy, it is a public space, like, you can't block people, you know, um, uh, you just don't, I mean, just forget it, you're sharing that space with everybody, and you're just going to have to figure out what, what, you know, you just, you just do your thing, and you, you just, just, do do the best you can and um you know you respect each other as you know in terms of you know uh basic decency and stuff like that and and um the the thing I can I, the thing I can just tell is is maybe was surprising because I didn't really interact well I didn't really talk to anybody because I was still figuring out what was going on and I was I'm just very uh, yeah, so I didn't really talk to anybody who was involved, I don't think, at least not about what they were doing. I didn't go up to them and say, hello, I see you're sitting right here, and are you doing the Earthlings experience? Because I actually didn't know what they were doing, I just knew that it was about Earthlings. I, 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 it wasn't until I got home that I saw what it was about. I didn't ask them what it was about, because I didn't trust myself to um, have a positive interaction, especially after my Facebook rant, which wouldn't have wouldn't wouldn't have been good. So, it, But you do... Um, 
you sort of if this is what's what's gonna gonna happen and I do believe it is um, we're gonna have to um, be amongst it and when I on my Facebook page itself I you know if anybody comes on there and promotes Gary Urofsky delete you're gone I'm not interested in having that on my Facebook page but um, you know in the street there could be I mean, for example, to go the other way, uh, we could be standing in the street and somebody could be setting up a promote Fonterra for farmers stall right next to us. But that to me is not the same as having veganism mixed up with non-veganism. So it's like, I don't mind that as much. It's when, it's when the vegan message is, is diluted. Now with this, with this earthlings, um, experience, I can't tell what's going to happen with that because this is, like I said, a new, I believe this is the new generation of activists. This is what they're going to be doing more and more of. I mean, I think Peter sort of has been doing this sort of stuff since forever, you know, the street theater kind of stuff. But I think this is different though. I do think that, I mean, there's a very, I mean, I kind of have a really soft spot for young people. I love young people and, um, their energy and they're the future and it's their future you know um in terms of even just if you're talking about the planet and the environment um and the fact that they're willing to get up get out of bed on a saturday and go and do stuff themselves put their own effort in everybody brought their own laptop everybody brought their own masks they didn't just show up and make safe do all the work and then they just went along with the bandwagon so you know, if you look, if you're looking at it from that point of view, I'm trying to look at it from a different point of view. I'm trying to say, okay, you know, obviously I'm distressed that there's no mention of veganism, that I don't agree with showing graphic footage, um, especially without any mention of veganism. And, um, I, um, definitely don't agree with promoting those websites, but on the plus side, we've got all these people who are willing to get up and go and do this in their spare time on their own organization. It doesn't seem to be relying on some corporation. That's the difference, you know, these, these charity corporate charities, you know, that have been running things for so long. So what I see is like, okay, there's this new energy come about and most of these young people, or if if not all doing the earthlings experience, must be I'm sure they're vegan I do actually believe they are I could be wrong <laughs> I mean the DXZ people aren't all vegan so I shouldn't make generalizations but I got the impression that I don't know I, I didn't really get enough of I didn't really get a chance to get enough of an, an impression but definitely a few of them were vegan so this energy is good the fact that they're getting out of it they're not relying on the corporate charities this is this is new this is good you know because Peter's a corporate charity so I'm like, okay, this is what's happening now. All right, I knew something was going to happen. I mean, this was inevitable, you know. The corporate charities are, they're, you know, forget it. But yeah, it's still, it still seems to not be wanting to talk to people. And that's what I kind of would really hope would, and I don't know. I mean, look, when I was a really young, when I was like 20 or 21, a young woman, nobody took me seriously. Um... I uh, was, you know, I was just basically sexually harassed basically every second of every day. And um, so some, sometimes part of me wonders maybe if young women are, are, are would rather stand anonymously holding a sign and not talk to people because they don't want to hear, they don't want to talk to somebody and say, you know, you, you know, let's talk about veganism and then have the, them say, you've got pretty lips or, oh, I like your hair, you know, which is, trust me, this is what young women deal with every single day. And so maybe that has something to do with it, but there are a lot of young men who are involved in this, this kind of activities as well. So, and you know, no, I think, I think young women can, I mean, we must, I mean, if, to be feminist, to be feminist movement, we, we, we must get out and we must speak. Um, at least, at least uh, they're not wearing lettuce, you know, bikinis and things. Um, so maybe that has something to do with it. But I also do think that maybe because theory is not pushed, reading reading books and reading theory is not pushed, and you know, 
advocacy tools like Eat Like You Care, which teach you how to sort of try to get your ideas together so you can have a debate on a street corner that actually goes really well and you can talk and you can be ready for questions and things. May I don't know, maybe that's, maybe I almost feel like maybe that's what's why a lot of young people would rather do a one-way thing because it's a one-way thing when you're chanting at people. It's one way. It's a one-way thing when you're holding a video and a, and wearing a mask and holding a sign and 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 just waiting until the person's about to leave and then just handing them a link to a website that that's all one way communication isn't it uh, i'm sure that there was talking i'm sure that people were saying to them what are you doing and and they were talking to people but it's it's not sort of part of the mo so all i can say is that with this newfound energy that i'm seeing which is very good to see the energy at least and not to do with the corporate charities, from what I can tell. I wouldn't be surprised if Safe had their finger in the pie, but um, maybe they don't. That hopefully we can start to really. So some pe- some some of them will. Some of these the, the young people will actually get turned on to the idea of of doing something that's two way, where you have conversations, and that's the entire thing that you're doing. You're really, the whole thing you're doing is talking with people. That's the main thing that you're doing. The main thing that we're doing at our store, we do have signs, of course, and we do have free cupcakes, but there's a caveat. You have to have a conversation in order to get one. So our entire activism is about two-way conversations. A lot of the new activism I'm seeing that's not from the corporate charities, but is these groups of young people who are getting out, is one way. And um, there's got to be a reason... And um, I just wonder if it's a, I could be wrong, but if it's a lack of confidence in being able to have a face-to-face conversation, because when you're in, when you've only done online advocacy, it can get so ugly. People are so nasty on the internet. That's why I was so terrified when I went out into the street. But the the opposite is true in the street. Yeah, I got trolled for the first time in five years. Yeah, you get heckled very mildly. I mean, it's no, you know, uh, they just drive past and then there's no, but. Um, it's it's most of the time because especially if you're armed with abolitionist abolitionist theory if you read Gary Francione's books and you take on board and you and you really get that stuff you are ironclad you you are just the the it's just a beautiful interaction that you're going to have with somebody who's genuinely cares and 99% of the people who come up genuinely care they genuinely care and those are the people you got to worry about some care less than others. The ones who don't care at all, they're psychopaths. They're the same people who don't care about human rights either, you know? So, um, yeah. So, it's interesting. So, we'll see what happens the next time we do the stall. Um, my friend who's who knows what's going on will hopefully tell me, but usually I get to Altair Square and I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen today. And then it turns out, oh, there's a major protest for Palestine today. What do you know? Or, oh gosh, look at that. It's St. Paddy's Day. I had no idea. So I usually get there and don't know what's going on. I didn't know, like all the times I've gotten there and SAFE have done something, I didn't have a clue they were going to be there until I saw them around and I was like, oh my gosh, SAFE's doing something here today. Um, so this was sort of one of the first times where I'd heard about it in advance before I went to the store and it put a big damper on my day and maybe I took that negative energy with me, maybe that I need to watch that. But I, I didn't say that I knew they were going to promote welfare or that they weren't going to talk about veganism. All I said was, if anyone's showing earthlings, they better be talking about veganism or any footage like that. Um, and um, I still stay that. I mean, obviously, I still agree with that. So I don't know what's happening. If you're an abolitionist vegan advocate, you might be noticing this. I definitely believe it was the same thing that was happening in Manchester. It just sounds it. It really does. It wasn't any chanting. It was, it was yeah, laptops and, and masks and um, signs. And then and then we did leave, so I don't know what what the vibe was for them, but it was a very weird vibe for us. And maybe they are angry that we're there because they think we're wishy washy with our cupcakes, and you know who knows really. Um, I know that there are a lot of people, maybe even listening, who are like, "You should all be joined together. This is all uni. You know, you should be complementing each other." Look, like I said, um, for me, it's it's. It's only complimentary if it's consistent and if it's the same thing. 
Uh, so, like I said, I, I'm not going to join together with anyone who's promoting welfare or a single-issue campaign or whatever like that. In fact, I'm going to oppose them and I'm going to have to explain to people, there's a reason why I'm not involved in that. You want to hear it? <laughs> are you wondering why the two animal people on the same street are not engaging, trying to sort of come together and say, oh, yay, we're all doing the same thing? There is a reason. But this was different because I didn't know anything about it and it, and I, and it clearly wasn't. Uh, some sort of welfareist campaign. It was just, it was just the film Earthlings, which has obviously been a, something that people have gotten into. I mean, when I when I was I was trying to get people to watch it, but also, um, but a few of the a few of the people involved actually one one of the the woman who gave us the the the, the treats asked for a vegan sign. They didn't have any vegan signs, and she said, "Can I please?" borrow us one of your pamphlets to hold up the word vegan and and I said yeah because in that respect I I didn't see any evidence of promoting of 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 blatant promoting of welfare now just to end this so everybody knows that I understand this I think there's a problem when you're showing this footage because it defaults to welfare especially if you're not talking to them people look at the filming filming of earthlings one of the things that people used to say to me was well I showed it to my brother and he said that that was really old footage and they don't do that anymore like because they're not showing just regular straight up they're showing regular straight up farming practices but they're going out of their way to show people who have who are um acting you know, even even more above and beyond the abuse that 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 it involves in just your you know farming practice, standard farming practices. These were people who were, you know, going out of their way to to do above and beyond that. And a lot of Earthlings is a lot of that, but not all of it. Some of it's just straightforward stuff. But you just have to watch it as as we know. Like there's been articles written about the. Um, in fact, there was an article that was written by Francis McCormick recently. It was mostly about. It was actually coincidental because it was literally the same day that I that the that this thing happened. This went down at the square, and I was thinking, "Oh no, oh no, Earthlings, oh no." Um, that that sort of is a default to welfare. You have to be really, really careful if you're going to show any footage that you really, 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 really give a strong, 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 unequivocal vegan message and make it really clear that treatment's not the issue. That that it's not about making the treatment, you know, don't go down that road, and it's just so problematic, so, but, but, um, the, yeah, so that's what happened, and it was, it, I felt extremely awkward about the situation, I thought, well, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to learn, I'm just gonna have to learn how to just exist amongst this, um, it's sad that I can't get behind them, but I just can't get behind the promotion of, Gary Rofsky, who recently went on a racist rant against Palestinians, on top of all the other things that he continues to do. So um, that's one thing when I saw that on the website, because I saw it written in chalk on the ground, big letters, that website, and I was like, oh no, what's this? So that obviously is just um, sad, you know. I would love to be proved wrong. I even wrote that on my Facebook. After I got home, and I thought, okay, so this isn't really what I thought it was going to be, but it's it's kind of what what I thought. It's kind of the same stuff, but not not exactly the same. This it's new, you know, something. And I sort of thought, okay. And I thought, well, I wasn't exactly right. I wasn't entirely right because I assumed it was going to be safe. And who knows? Um, so I, but I would love to be proven wrong. And you never know. I mean, there could be a lot of stuff happening in Auckland or around the country that I don't know about because I don't go on any of the you know, any of the movement in New Zealand's pages because I stopped because it was too depressing. And I just, I can't be depressed, man. You know, I've got too much going on in my life. I need to be positive. I mean, I need to at least have some spark of hope, you know. And um, mostly it's been very depressing. As we know as abolitionists, when you see tons of activity and it's all welfareism, it's almost worse, it's worse than no activity at all, in a way, um, so that's why I kind of just withdrew, and I thought, I can't, you know, but I always try to give the benefit of the doubt, I say, this better not be that, or maybe this will be that, so that's what I try to do, but generally, I'm extremely pessimistic, and I'd love to be wrong, I can't wait for, I can't wait to eat my words, I can't wait to wake up and say, oh, you know, it's just all going to be welfareist or single issue or pro-violence or lack, you know, no, or not promoting veganism, no promotion, you know, not, not unequivocally vegan and, and all kind of equivocating and stuff. And then to be proven completely wrong, you know, gosh, I can't wait. It'll happen. It's going to happen. 
So that's what's been happening, peeps. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do another podcast after this. I just had to get that out there. It's very, it's all, it's all happening. And um, I guess to thank any listeners who are left, I don't know how many there are, but thank you for, um, some people left comments on my page when I posted a tribute to Buddha. And some of you had listened to my podcast, so if you're listening now, thank you for your kindness and your love for her. She inspired a lot of love, as as they do, and I miss her more than, you know, you can imagine, although I'm sure many of you have been through this, so. But um, her memory does live on, and, and, um. And I've got some other refugees that I'm taking care of. I'm doing some major changes in my life. Maybe I'll do later in my podcast. It'll come up. But I'm done for today. And um, thank you so much for listening. And please, please consider doing two-way, conversational, unequivocal, firm, uncompromising, but non-violent vegan education in your community. If you think cupcakes are, you know, stupid don't do cupcakes, fine, um, but just consider it, try it, you know, read, eat like you care, just to get an idea, then go and read all the other books, all of them, okay, please, and then, you know, read them at the store while you're waiting for people to come over, and, um, and see how it goes, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, because I certainly was, and all the other people I know who are doing it say the exact same thing as me, that it's an amazing way to be, to act, you really, you really uh, can see that this, the power of ideas, ideas are so powerful, they're unstoppable, and the abolitionist approach is unstoppable, it's just, it's done, it's, it's happened, it's, it's gone, it's, it's, it's got a life of its own now, for better or for worse, sometimes for worse, but most of the time for better, it's got a life of its own, so let's just keep it going, and don't give up, So thank you for listening and I might be back or not. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Bye.